It's the next level. Do you ever fantasize about being killed? Do you ever wonder about all the different ways of dying? You know, violently. I wonder, like, what would be the most horrible way to die? Well, hello, Mr. Fancy. The following movie contains material that may not be suitable for all viewers. Your discretion is advised. In 2077, what makes someone a criminal? Getting caught. Good. In Night City, you can become anyone, anything, if your body can pay the price. So seize the day. Then set it on fire. Cyberpunk 2077. Coming, Coming to you, you from the from year 2077. 2077. Or, well, no, it's just coming to you from the Next Level Network of Podcast and Studio Zero. The show that doesn't know how to follow a schedule. Welcome back, everyone, to... What lurks behind Podcast Zero? And I am your host, Cyberpunk Paul. Postmortem's on vacation. He's had a rough year. We said you can have the week off. Or the month off, actually, because last time he said anything was December 1st. But yeah. Hi! Alright, so, first off, I'm announcing this right off the beginning of the show. 2021, the show will return. Yes. Um, long story short, was considering calling it quits. Just because shit in my head. And I've decided otherwise. I'm going to continue doing the show, but I'm going to be doing things a little bit differently. And the reason for that is quite simple. Because when I started this show two years ago... A lot of it was mirrored off of shows that I was a fan of. Say You Love Satan, DC Primetime, some of the Kevin Smith podcasts, um, For Your Geek. There were shows that I listened to that I was nitpicking from, taking little bits and pieces to form my show. Sure, it sounded great, things were fun and whatnot. At times, sometimes this show seemed like it was more work than play. And, I mean, yeah, that projects well to the audience. But then at the same time, it's very stressful on the podcaster. And let's be fair here. When I started this, when I started podcasting almost five years ago, it's been four and a half years I've been podcasting now. And when I started doing it, it was fun as hell. 
was oh, it was just just awesome just to talk, put my voice out there, and let you know my words be heard by somebody, even if it was two people or it was thirty-two people. I didn't care. Someone was listening, which is more than I can say for most people this past year. But that's enough said. The thing is, is that the show was fun when it started, and myself personally as a personal critic of my own show it sounded it it was really starting to sound too much like other people's shows and i was like "Mm, i need to change things up so going forward the shows will probably be shorter in size but they're gonna be more focused so for example this week the episode is me talking for let's say 20 minutes half hour ish watch it'll be an hour long episode but um it's a video game review kind of in my own way that i'll be doing i'm doing cyberpunk 2077 obviously as you figured out from the many hints i dropped in the beginning and the reason why is because this game has consumed my life for the last like two weeks almost (laughs) game out december 10th and Pretty much every waking moment that I'm not a work at work or asleep, I've been playing this game and I'm bloody obsessed with it. So that's going to be this week's topic. But with the exception of this episode, because obviously I'm explaining a few things in the beginning, a lot of these shows are now going to be one topic, one focus. Show starts, jump into it, and on with your week. Um make it easier on myself to make it more easier on the audience there are some shows that i've done where it's been you know an hour and 20 minutes an hour and a half an hour and 45 minutes of one person speaking and that can be a little bit much sometimes it's not if i was a better stand-up comic yeah sure it'd be you know you'd be laughing your ass off the whole episode i i'm i'm secure enough to know i'm not that funny (laughs) i'm funny but i'm not you know i'm not a ball of hilarity here. I'm not Robin Williams. I'm not Eddie Murphy. I'm not, you know, uh, who's a good stand up comic? Dennis Leary, Bill Hicks, Richard Pryor. I'm none of these guys. Okay, so me talking for an hour and a half sometimes can be a tedious chore to get through. So that's one of the things I want to change with it. And also the more direct approach less like a talk show um, and you're like well that's what the point of this is what I mean is is I, I'm, I, I don't want to always have this like Jay Leno approach to the show where it's like I have this opening monologue and then I have a trailer and then I have a movie review and then I talk stupid in between all over the episode um, sure it sounds fun and all that but it can also get repetitive and one thing that I have noticed which is probably why I get bored with TV shows a lot, is formulas. When things become too formulaic, they become boring. Um, I know myself, even you know other podcasts I've listened to in the past, I don't listen to them as much these days. And the reason why is because it's the same formula every week. Every week, you know, you got that podcast. And so many of them do this, and it's not something that I would do, but they talk about what they're drinking. You know, they open up and they say, today we're drinking this. And it's almost like they're sponsoring something, but there was something sponsored them, but it didn't. But they want to share what they're drinking. And then they talk stupid for half an hour. And then 
they get into whatever their actual episode was about. And I started to notice I was doing that too. And I was like, mm, I've got to change that. So I know I've talked for almost about six and a half, seven minutes now. So I do want to get into what I initially wanted to talk about. But just so that you know, Alien Xmas is still coming. Um, I will be recording that most likely. I was actually thinking of recording it on Christmas Day. And I might release it a bit early just because I did push it back. But no promises in case I'm drunk on my ass. Yeah, right. But anyways, uh, <laughs> you get the point. It, this is me we're talking about. I'm going into the new year. Okay, I'll try to be more on schedule, but I'm not making promises. However, let's talk about cyberpunk. So, cyberpunk. Um, what to say about cyberpunk? So, I guess the reason why I wanted to do this episode... It's because I want to put something positive out there because there's a fuck ton of negative. Understandable. I'm not going to say it's not. Um, I get it. I get it. CD Projekt Red. Yeah. You kind of messed up. Can't say it's any different from any other, you know, developer out there. I mean, they've all done it. Square Enix. Um... WB Montreal, Rocksteady. I know Rocksteady, not so much, but Arkham Knight did not play well on PC for quite a while. Arkham Origins, which was a WB Montreal game, suffered massively on PS3 and PC, actually. Um, as a matter of fact, PC usually is the one that suffers the most. Um trying to think of the other developers out there there's a whole bunch of them uh, ea oh my god ea like because they don't have like the worst reputation in the world um bungie you know i mean it, the thing is is that okay cd project red they were probably like the last you know hope for you know a great developer and yeah they kind of screwed the pooch on this one a little bit but that for me personally, I think there's a lot of blame that needs to go around. And I don't think it's just on CD Projekt Red. In terms of how they promoted it, yeah, that's on them. Um, you know, they did hold back the PS4 and the Xbox One version of the game. They didn't let anyone play it. And if they did play it, they didn't let them actually put their reviews out there. Okay, I get it. Yeah. But at the same time... They were delaying the game because of these issues. The last time they delayed it, it was supposed to come out, what, November 19th, I believe, was the date. They pushed it to December 10th, and then they started getting death threats from crazed, obsessed fans who had nothing better to do this year because, oh god, lockout, or lockdown, or whatever the fuck you call them these days. <laughs> yeah, lockdown, but people can still go out and shop for Christmas. Yeah, okay. Um, anyways, so, yeah, lockdown's got people crazy. They're sending death threats to CD Projekt Red. Don't delay this game again or we'll kill you. And we'll do a lot of other nasty things that I will not repeat on this show. You're like, it's a horror show. Of course you'd repeat it. Yeah, I would, but I'm not going to. Um... I mean, the fans are just as much to blame as the, as the developers. Yes, the developers lied, but fans are also nasty little pricks. So it's like you got six of one on one hand and the other half of the dozen on the other. Um, and this is the video game world. Like, I mean, this is 
This is why I don't get invested in video games a lot of the time is because I find it is a very toxic environment. <laughs> Newsflash, Star Wars is no longer toxic, at least for now. <laughs> Thank you, John Favreau and Dave Filoni. Um, but yeah, and people said 2020 is a horrible year. Hey, Star Wars fans aren't bitching anymore. Um, but yeah, getting back to Cyberpunk. So yeah, the game, here's the thing, here's the thing. So I've been playing it on Xbox Series X. Runs pretty damn good. I guess PS5 plays pretty good. Now here's the interesting thing, because if you go on the internet and you read comments, you see people saying, well, I'm playing on PS4 and it runs fine. And then you see this other guy who says, I can't get out the front door of my apartment on the game. Then you have people playing it on Xbox One, and they're like, well, aside from the fact that like my one character, you know, was flying in the air for five minutes, actually I haven't had any real, you know, problems with the game. And then there's other people that are saying, every time I turn it on, it crashes my Xbox One and I have to start my console up all over again. And according to PC, PC users are, you know, the system requirements for your PC, yeah, they're saying that's the biggest lie of 2020. So. <laughs> it sounds like that it's a it's a hit or miss thing, which I can honestly say for Arkham Origins, which is I've made it pretty well known. I still think that's my favorite game of all time, Arkham Origins. Um, which you know, oh my god, you know, I like the game that Kevin Conroy doesn't voice Batman in, Blasphemy. Okay, but I, I do. I have always liked Arkham Origins, but it, it was interesting because I remember when that game came out. A lot of people had problems with it and I only had one I had it was the most minor of details there was the Deadshot mission where you're supposed to go to the Gotham Bank and you know you hang from the gargoyles and take out the snipers and whatnot and then you fight Deadshot like you're supposed to take him down and I got all the different snipers and armed armed guards in the room and whatnot all I had left was to take down Deadshot. And I flew to the spot where Deadshot was, went to go give him a punch, and the character itself fell through the floor. And I could never finish that part of the mission. <laughs> that was it. It was done. And I searched all over the room. I tried leaving the room and coming back. I tried resetting the console. I did everything. Deadshot was gone. I got the achievement the second time I played it, but it was just that was it, that happened. I remember people were saying how it the game was literally corrupting their 360 because actually it was Xbox 360 is what Arkham Origins started on, and people were talking about the Red Ring of Death. People were saying that it completely corrupted their hard drive and stuff like that, and I was like, well, I didn't have any of those problems. Um, people were saying they had game-ending glitches where Batman got stuck in a wall and they would reset the console and go to start the game back up and Batman's still stuck in the wall. So, I remember all that. So, I, I'm used to being that guy that for some reason my game runs okay minus the odd glitch here or there. Cyberpunk, now, from my experience with Cyberpunk, first off, uh, I love it. Uh, the, the game is gorgeous when it runs well and I'll be honest so far my Xbox 
like my Series X has only crashed once. I had one uh, one incident where I was looking at the map actually, trying to pinpoint where, like where I was supposed to go for this one mission, and I went to like zoom in on the map and the Xbox froze and the next thing I knew, it turned off and I was like, oh, fucker. Other than that, I haven't had any more issues with that kind of a crash since. I've had the odd time where, um, for example, I was supposed to, um, there's a part of the mission where you're supposed to like uh, infiltrate this like taxi cab, have it sent back to its headquarters. And I apparently was talking to the vehicle, but for whatever reason, the vehicle was not on the screen. <laughs> it was like, okay. Um, yeah, characters disappearing the odd time. I had one where I was, uh, was out in the Badlands with the nomads and they were having people, they were like partying and stuff. And it's supposed to be that this girl is like sitting on her boyfriend's shoulders, kind of like at a concert kind of thing and whatnot. And you saw the girl, but the boyfriend was like the invisible man. So, I mean, shit like that happens, but that happens on every game. Like, I mean, I've even played the Game of the Year edition of Arkham City and had glitches. Like, glitches and bugs is nothing. You know what I mean? It happens, and it happens from time to time. Um, I haven't had any mission, side quest, or anything that I couldn't finish on the game so far. Um, I did play as the female, and I started as a street kid. Now, that's only one of many ways that this game can go. I thought it was kind of funny, and I mean, I'm a sarcastic prick, so I kind of put someone in their place that, yeah, I mean, whatever, they were just talking, but it was like, I wrote on my social media status that, you know, oh, hey, I finished Cyberpunk this morning. As a matter of fact, I finished the main story part the same morning that we got the final episode of The Mandalorian, like, for season two. And so it was a great morning. I was, like, really happy. First off, that episode of The Mandalorian was fucking mind-blowing. And then on top of that, you know, I finished my first main story, like, playthrough on Cyberpunk. So I was pretty happy. And a friend of mine writes, well, you know, there's multiple ways the game can end. To which I replied, I'm pretty sure I already knew that, but thanks for thinking I'm an idiot. Um... (laughs) These role-playing games can have many ways that they can twist and turn and whatnot, and I've even tested a few of them. Uh, Playing as the girl, there is a romantic story that ties in with that, and tried it two different ways. One way, you kind of act like you don't really find yourself interested in the other person. They sleep on the couch. If you totally go for it, well, there's like some softcore porn shit in this game. Yeah, about that too. So right from the beginning of the game, you'll get the idea of what kind of game it is because when you're customizing your character, yeah, you get to customize the genitalia too. And yeah, you can pick big or small. That was fucking, I'm fucking dying laughing when that happened. I was like, oh, you're this kind of game. I've had incidences where 
I was reading the map wrong. I thought I was supposed to go talk to this one character and I ended up talking to another one that was called a joy toy. Yeah, that's just another word for a prostitute. Well, my character has been laid twice in this game now. <laughs> once by the romantic side of it and once by a joy toy. Uh, and it's funny. I can't help but giggle. Um, there, it, the, the missions, uh, the side quests, for the most part, are pretty easy. They're just there to help build up your experience and your street cred and whatnot. Um, but the game is gorgeous. I, I don't know what it's like to play as the male yet. I haven't done that yet. Um, I, like I said, I started as a street kid. You can also be a nomad and you can be a corpo. And I look forward to playing the, the, the storyline over and over and over again. Oh, by the way, just uh, not spoiling anything, but um, don't be surprised if it takes you like about good four to six hours before you see the title card. Yeah, I'm playing this game and I'm like, all right, well, the game's fun and all. Like, I was kind of, as a matter of fact, when I first started playing it, I was quite uh, underwhelmed um, for the simple fact that everything I was doing, I had seen um, in the, like, you know, the Night City Wire episodes they were doing on Twitch and YouTube, uh, the game footage we had seen from E3 and all this sort of stuff. All this, it was like, I've seen all this. Like, is this, this can't just be the game. And oh, I don't know. I, I the the first day I played it, I had to work that night, so I only got in about like two, three hours worth. And then on my first actual day off work, I I think I blew off about a good fourteen hours of my day just playing the game. But like I said, about four hours into that first playthrough all of a sudden the title card comes up cyberpunk 2077 i'm like oh this game's fucking huge um it is by the way the map is massive uh you, you can jump in a car or drive the motorbike and you'll be driving all night it's like that uh what that cindy lopper song i drove all night yeah um literally this map is massive it is huge I also found out what happens when you try to pass the border patrol. <laughs> you get killed. Um, yeah, spoilers. Because um, the first day I played it, like I did a lot of the story and whatnot, and I did a lot of the side quests, but do you get on that bike for the first time or you get in the car for the first time, you just want to drive around. And that's, honestly, you, you can waste a lot of time on this game just driving and just going up and down streets and seeing where they go and where they lead you to. Um, I'm still, this is, let's see, I've been playing for 11 days now and I'm still discovering new parts on the map. Now, I don't know if it's because they unlock at a certain point. I'm wondering that because there's certain areas where it's like, I was out this way before, but I don't remember going this far. So I don't know if the map unlocks as you go on or, or not. Um, or if it's just a matter of that I just didn't travel far enough. Um, but there's like a whole... Last night alone, playing for about another good four hours, five hours. And I came across two parts on the outskirts of Night City that I didn't even know were there. And I was like, ooh, it's time to take a walk. <laughs> and sometimes that's what I do. I'll, I'll 
you know, I'll get out of the car or get off the motorbike or whatever, and I'll just walk around and look. And I don't know, like the world is beautiful, and I really love the photo capture function. I was, I've been tinkering around, tinkering around with that for the last couple days now. Initially, when I started the game, I took a, a screen cap of my character. It was a level one street cred, street cred level one. Um, you know, show what she looked like day one kind of thing. And now I'm like actually using the photo function for like around the city. And I, I took this really cool capture actually just today of my character zooming, you know, out of Japantown on the motorcycle. Except the problem was, was when I started the game back up again to keep driving. Yeah, I kind of drove over a cliff and psst, had to redo it. But oh, um, but it was a cool shot I got. Anyways, but is it is this game of the year for me? That's tough call. I do love this game. But you guys remember also that earlier in the year I reviewed another game in the punk kind of way. Cloudpunk. Which... Cloudpunk, I think... I think it still takes top billing. And the reason why is because there, when, when Cloudpunk came out, there was no problems with it. It ran smooth. I, I didn't never... Not one crash, not one bug nothing um and yet it was funny because i remember the developers you know saying in the beginning you know they fixed this bug and that bug and i was like i didn't know there was a bug there um which is the thing that i it, i'm sure cloudpunk had its bugs but they were more well hidden cyberpunk has had some bugs that are just like glaring um but i mean i'm not gonna complain i love this game um it's a shame that not everyone has been able to play it yet. At the same time, though, I don't feel guilty that I have. I've noticed that. There's, like, this attitude that seems to linger, especially in the, you know, virtual social media world where people seem to hide behind their keyboards and their monitors and are a little bit more opinionated than they need to be. But the thing is, is that I've seen a lot of people raving about this game as well. There's been a lot of good talk about the story and whatnot, which I am doing my utmost uh, damnedest to make sure I don't spoil anything. I think everyone does need to play this game. Hopefully they get the patches out in time that people can start enjoying it on those lower gen, uh, like the, the older gen consoles and PC and whatnot. But... For the people that have played this, I, I've seen nothing but a lot of praise, except that it seems like whenever someone's been happy about the fact that they played it and got to, you know, fish, finish a campaign or enjoyed a certain side quest or whatever, it's like they've been guilted into thinking, well, because not everyone can play, you shouldn't be, you know, celebrating that you got to. And it's like, but why should I feel guilty? I didn't lie to you, and I didn't do this to you um and i find that, that there's a lot of that it, it's also the bit about okay yes i i admit i i hate being spoiled about certain things as well but 
something as simple as this, Star Wars, I'm not spoiling it here, but there is a really, 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 really awesome fucking scene. There were many in The Mandalorian, but there's one that stands out and has been spoiled online through different Star Wars Facebook accounts. And it kills me when I see people say, why are you posting spoilers? I guess a Facebook page called Star Wars Fanatics is supposed to shut up. <laughs> what did you think they were going to post? Um, my thing is, is you don't want to see spoilers. Stay off the internet. And stop guilt tripping or shaming people that actually enjoy shit. I find we're, there's a lot of that that goes on these days. Of this, this guilting. This guilt tripping. And... It's like, someone's happy about something, let them be happy. But I mean, like, okay, now, if someone approaches me and says, Paul, did you watch the latest Mandalorian yet? Mandalorian episode yet? And I say, no, don't spoil it. Well, that should be your cue to shut up and move on. But it's also my personal accountability to know not to go online. Because it's probably going to get spoiled that way. So, um, anyways... Cyberpunk. To this point, because there's still a lot of game I have to play, but from what I've seen so far, to this point, I love what I see. It is buggy, but it's not game ending. Um, the graphics are fucking beautiful. I, I can't I can't stress that enough. The skill tree somewhat seems irrelevant I uh, don't there's certain things that I notice um, when you're crafting and building up your guns and your ammo and stuff like that that definitely helps certain skills you notice like building up other ones I, I don't see it um, I think the skill tree is maybe a little too much for what was needed when I play, I'm used to playing the Arkham games where when Batman gets a new device, like, you know he's got that new device and that new device helps. This, there's certain things where it's like, you, is it doing anything? <laughs> you know, it's like, I don't know. It, some of the, some of the things on the skill tree are almost like, you know, like that, that famous you know, insult that women like to throw at men when they're like, are you in yet? Um, yeah, that's what it's like sometimes. Uh, but aside from that, there's some really cool, um, like the aesthetic of your character gets like increasingly more awesome as you build your character. Like my character, when she first started, looked like she was like, you know, just like a tank top and jeans and running shoes. And now she looks like fucking Terminator. So it's like, you get to build that shit up. The guns get bigger and they get stronger. That part's awesome. The vehicles, it's fun to steal them, but you don't get to keep the stolen ones. But you get some really awesome vehicles to keep as well. The romantic story, um, I haven't played as the male yet. I know how that can end. I know with who it does end. Um... But I will say that in terms of the female storyline, I liked it. It was a good story. It does pay off. 
I don't want to say too much because, like I said, I'm trying to keep spoilers off of here. Um, but uh, it's how do, the best way to say it is is I think in terms of romance in a video game, I didn't feel like it was annoying. If you know what I mean, like it. Well, shit, it was better than most rom-coms out there. I'll put it that way. But it didn't seem forced. It didn't seem stupid. Um, and there was a really cool scene which leads up to the moment when you decide whether or not this is the person you want to be with. Um, it was definitely a, a game changer. Because the whole game is like people shooting at you and you're on the run and this and that. And then there's like this quiet moment in the game. And it was nice. It was actually really cool. So, without spoiling anything, final thoughts on the game. I'm going to say so far, it's great. I look forward to see what comes from it as time goes on. I know there's possible DLCs on the way. But that'll be a bit, because I, I understand i got to fix the game for those who haven't been able to play it yet. It's unfortunate that there is some negative media out there and some negative feel, feel like you know negative emotions towards this game right now. Hopefully that dissipates as time goes on, because I think with what I've seen so far, and obviously the fact that the next-gen consoles, and most PC, not all PC, but most PC has been able to play this and enjoy it, I think it's one that when people finally dive into it, they are going to enjoy it. I have intentionally avoided talking about Keanu Reeves, in case you were wondering why I have not mentioned that yet. All I will say is, as the game goes on, he gets progressively more funnier. That's all I'm going to say. His character is a fucking joy in this game. Um, I will also say that Keanu Reeves does help to make this game better. If he wasn't in the game, I can't see that it would be as good, and I probably would not even be questioning whether Cyberpunk or Cloudpunk were the better games this year. Cloudpunk would win by a mile. Keanu Reeves really does help to elevate this game's charisma. So, yes, I, 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 the reason why is I can't talk too much about him because I will spoil something by accident, and I don't want to do that. So... Where I stand on the game right now, let's say easy 9 out of 10. For myself personally, I think it's an easy 9 out of 10. Uh, like I say, it can only get better. I know already I've had uh, the one patch came through like three nights ago, and I've already noticed some improvements in the game. So, I mean, the devs are working on it. Let's let them do their jobs. Um, like I said, like it's a shame that things went sour on that aspect of the game but the game itself the storyline the music too the soundtrack is uh, available on spotify and the music is awesome um yeah it's a nine out of ten currently this could this could elevate I, i'm waiting to see what we get next um definitely dlc stuff should be interesting so that's that and on that note thank you for listening to my show um yeah so i'm gonna call it season three of what lurks behind podcast zero will in fact happen 
that will happen. Um, like I said, it's going to be more direct episodes. And possibly some like special episodes as well. Um, that's another thing too. Um, I love doing movie reviews. Obviously, I love doing movie reviews. But sometimes I just want to talk. Sometimes I just want to approach an episode and just, you know, let 20 minutes go by where I just rant about, I don't know, remakes or talk about, you know, VHS versus DVD or, you know what I mean? Like sometimes a great Blu-ray edition comes out, 4K Blu-ray, and I want to talk about all the special features or something. So that's kind of the way this show's going to go is that not every week will be a movie review, but there will always be something to talk about. Um, but again, thank you for listening. Uh, I hope I apologize for not doing Alien Xmas, but Cyberpunk has literally engulfed my life for the last 11 days. It's pretty much all I know, aside from two episodes of The Mandalorian that blew my mind. But um, yeah. So, uh, where to find the show? Obviously, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google. Anywhere you can download podcasts or at the nextlevelnetwork.com. Uh, nextlevelnetwork.com slash podcast zero is home for podcast zero itself. Uh, you can also go to what lurks behind podcastzero.com. On social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you will always find the show in those spots, at least for now. Um, if you've been following the Instagram or Twitter accounts, yes, I've been extremely quiet. Um, social media this year has been very trying on me as a person. So sometimes I go a couple weeks without ever even touching it, uh, with the exception of Facebook. Facebook, I'm on pretty much every day. More so for the fact that the messenger is attached to that. So how I talk to a lot of people. So, um, so that's that. My lurker's recommendation is, is if you can play Cyberpunk, please please do. Uh, give it a shot. Um, I think you will, will really enjoy it. Bugs aside. But I'm not going to lie. Some of the bugs have actually been funny. There has been some funny shit that's happened as well. So sometimes those bugs are actually worth it. Uh, what was it um so the one bug that apparently has been happening in the game i didn't have this happen but apparently it did happen to some people uh that their character is walking along and their penis is hanging out of their pants (laughs) um yeah that happened and there's pictures online of this shit so it's not something that was you know bullshit no it's it's happened the developers actually had to patch that up so (laughs) So like I say, like sometimes the bugs are funny. Um, but anyways, that's that. Merry Christmas to all of you in case Alien Xmas doesn't get out on time. And thank you for listening. It's cut. You need to shut the fuck up. Because we lost everything. We had to pay the price
Changed it 